Hey friends, welcome to the podcast, The Patient's Voice. Does it matter? This is a place where your voice will always matter to me. Healthcare is complicated, so I wanted to create a safe space where we will discuss tips, hot topics, provide you with resources, have guest speakers who are experts in the healthcare industry, or share real patient stories in hopes to help you navigate any healthcare setting. I want to focus on you, the patient, and discuss issues that matter to you in an open and transparent way. I am your host, Krista Hughes, the founder and CEO of Hughes Advocacy, in which I'm a board-certified patient advocate. I have a passion for patients. Let's be the change together. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what is a patient advocate and do I need one? The first part of this episode, I'm going to discuss what a patient advocate does. And the second half of the show, I'm going to ask you some questions to see if you know the answers or how to be your own advocate. So I want to start by telling you about some of the different kinds of patient advocates. There's an insurance advocate and they work for your insurance company. There's a hospital advocate. They work for the hospital. There's billing advocates or independent advocates that work for the patient. So I am an independent board certified patient advocate. I work for you. My mission at Hughes Advocacy is to educate and empower patients to be proactive with their health, not reactive. By providing my patients with resources, it helps them make informed medical decisions that enhances their lives, ensures they receive the best patient experience, safety, and quality of care that they need and deserve. My goal as an advocate is to be your voice and put you back at the center of your care. As an independent advocate, I'm basically part of your healthcare team. You know, some of the medical issues that I assist with are things like liver, brain, breast, colon, prostate cancer, orthopedic procedures, whether it's a hip replacement, a total knee, trigger finger, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, all heart conditions, heart attack, stroke, AFib, SVT, diabetes, COPD, etc. My youngest client was just born and my oldest client was 96. And I work in facilities across the United States. I've worked at like Cincinnati Children's, Johns Hopkins, Mayo, Stanford, Vanderbilt, MD Anderson. You know, I get asked all the time, if patients reach out to advocates before a medical error has occurred? Unfortunately, the answer is no. They are always reactive, never proactive. And there have been times when there was nothing I could do and the patient died. I also get asked if doctors like working with advocates. In my personal experience, 
85% of doctors love working with an advocate because I help them. I tell my clients that if your doctor doesn't want you to have an advocate, then mm, it might be a red flag. You might need to get another doctor. For example, Johns Hopkins encourages patient advocates. They state that an advocate is not just for doctor's visits or hospital stays. A patient can discuss new health issues with their advocate. For instance, an advocate can offer perspective on whether or not a treatment is working. When there are two people on the same page of an issue, the patient does not have to agonize about making all the decisions alone. An advocate can also help doctors educate you about your condition so that you can manage it better. And your advocate's communication with your doctor can help deal with issues that are important to you. Now, I would like to ask you, the patient, if you've ever experienced any of these issues in a healthcare setting where your voice did not matter. Or have you ever even thought about these questions before? Have you been gaslighted? I see this happen all the time, especially in women and minorities. For example, a study from 2022 investigated sex differences in the evaluation of chest pain, which is a common symptom of a heart attack among young adults that came to the emergency department. The research found that women were less likely than men to be triaged as an emergent situation, to undergo an EKG, or to be admitted to the hospital. Are you afraid to get a second opinion? Good doctors encourage a second opinion. I just had someone tell me last week that they were scared to tell their doctor they wanted a second opinion that they might fire them or cause harm if they do. Do you know how to find the right assisted living for your loved ones? Are there any deficiencies? What are their safety grades? Do you know your hospital safety grades, their death rate or infection rate? Do you know how to read your medical records, access your patient portal, or have your HIPAA rights been violated? Have you ever been to the doctor, left with a treatment plan, but you're not getting any better? What do you do next? Have you been misdiagnosed? Did you know as an advocate, I can go with you to your doctor's appointments, take notes, help with medication management, coordinate your care, you know, most people do not even know what care coordination means or they just trust it's being done. The sad thing is it's rarely happening because healthcare workers are overworked. Have you ever experienced an equity issue, whether it be race or ageism? Are you being dismissed by your doctor for disagreeing with them? An example of this is my dad, we went to see a doctor and the doctor was pushing his agenda on my dad. Well, I didn't like that and I expressed my concerns. I asked additional questions. I wanted clarification and a second opinion. Well, 
guess what the doctor did? He literally put his hand in my face and told me to hush. I was like, dad, get up, let's go. And we left. I immediately got my dad a new doctor. And I'm glad I did. I trusted my gut and my dad never needed the procedure. Have you been dismissed or mistreated due to mental health issues? Are you having an upcoming surgery? And do you know the surgeon's complication or death rates? And caregivers, I know you're overwhelmed and sometimes you are the patient. Like taking care of a loved one with a stroke, Alzheimer's, cancer, Parkinson's, etc. These are just some of the topics that I will cover on this podcast to include real patient experiences. I want to empower you so that your voice will always matter and to teach you to be your own advocate. You know, dignity, empathy, respect, transparency, accountability, in my opinion, they don't exist in healthcare. We are just a dollar sign. Now, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but you do not need to trust the healthcare system. Now, I'm not telling you not to trust your doctor. I'm telling you not to trust the system because it's broken. You need to be prepared every time you walk into the door and be a proactive patient. You know, healthcare works for us. We do not work for them. Demand the care you need and deserve. Everyone's worried they will be blackballed or fired. That should not happen. And if it does, please let me know. Let's report how you were treated. In a later episode, I will discuss this at length because it's a tremendous problem. So this is a quick snapshot of what a patient advocate is and what I do as a board certified patient advocate. My hope is that in each episode, you will learn how to be your own patient advocate. Now, I do have some exciting news that I want to share. I'm about to have educational videos available in hopes you can continue to learn on how to be a proactive patient. I will let you know more about that when the videos are released. However, if you ever need personal assistance in navigating the healthcare system, please reach out to me as I offer a free 15-minute consultation. Now, I don't know about all states, but like in Alabama, advocacy services are a tax write-off, and I offer different pricing packages. So thank you for listening today. And remember, I have a passion for patience. Let's be the change together. That brings us to the end of this episode. As always, thank you for listening to The Patient's Voice. Does it matter? If you enjoyed the show, make sure you follow, rate, or review me on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google Podcast. Also, please reach out to me if you or your loved one needs help in navigating the healthcare systems. You have topics you would like for me to talk about, or if you would like to be a guest on the show. Be sure to come back next time for a discussion on the 
quote-unquote basics of healthcare. It will be part one of a two-part series. Until then, this is Krista Hughes, and don't forget, I have a passion for patients. Let's be the change together.